Hello world, welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. This is my 42nd episode, which is the number from that book and also that movie. So that's fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Dietin Barbershop. It's D-A-I-T-I-N. It's a barbershop in Brooklyn. They cut my hair. They can cut your hair too. Anyways, here we go. We're going to go through the book of Ruth. Ruth is one of the two books of the Bible named after a woman. Ruth 1. After the horrible occurrences of the last episode, things just went and got a little bit worse for the Israelites with a famine breaking out shortly afterwards. This guy named Elimelech decided to get the hell out of the area with his wife Naomi and his two sons, Malan and Killian. And then he died. You thought the story was going to involve him? Nope. Malan and Killian married two ladies named Orpah and Ruth. And then they died too. And that is how, in this era, you got to be a well-known woman by all the men dying. So now Naomi was alone with Orpah and Ruth and got the word that God had apparently decided to allow food to grow in Judah again. So she decided to move back there and told her daughters-in-law not to follow. She actually said, go back to where you're from. I'm too old to have another husband. And if I did and gave birth to two newborn baby sons, would you wait until they were 13 or so? Marry them and have sex with them? No, that's crazy. I paraphrased a little bit, but that's basically what she said. And she was right. It is crazy to assume someone should wait for you to get married, crank out a couple of babies, raise those babies until they're physically mature enough to have sex, and then marry them. So, I'm with her on that one. Orpah heard this and was like, yeah, you're right, I'm out. And she left. Ruth did exactly the opposite and told Naomi that not only will she be there with her until her death, she'll be buried next to her and never leave her side ever. Naomi realized that she wasn't about to drop this easily and decided that she could come back along to Judah. So when Naomi got back to Bethlehem, the whole town came out and celebrated, shouting, Hey, Naomi's back! And Naomi just shot them down, saying, Don't call me Naomi. Call me bitter. Because God made my life bitter. Ruth 2. Well, luckily for them, after this long famine had just ended, they got back just in time for it to be time to harvest the grain. So Ruth decided to go wander around the field and pick up any grain the harvesters missed, and it just happened that the field that she chose was owned by a guy named Boaz, who was related to Naomi in an unspecified way. Boaz came out to greet people in his field, and when he saw Ruth, he asked, Who does that young woman belong to? One of the field hands filled him in with the information I've already given you. Well, Boaz approached her and told her, Don't pick up scraps from the ground. You can just chill with the other women. I have told my field hands not to rape you or anything, so yes. Now go drink some water whenever you're thirsty. This kindness just blew Ruth right away, and she laid face down on the ground and asked, Why are you being so nice to me? I'm a foreigner. Boaz told her her own story back to her, in case she forgot it, and then invited her over for dinner. He told her to dip some bread in some wine vinegar and fed her a bunch of roasted grain. Then he told his workers to let her take as much grain as she wanted. And they weren't allowed to say shit or call her names or anything. So Ruth was telling Naomi about this, and Naomi couldn't be happier, because in most grain fields, Ruth would have been abused or raped or something. And this is just a reminder to men of how much harder women have always had it than us. So there you go. Ruth 3. Naomi convinced Ruth to bathe and put on whatever passed perfume and makeup back then. Then she said, Tonight Boaz is going to be partying. Wait till he passes out and then go lie at his feet like a dog. 
I think this is how dating works, or maybe I'm old and senile. We'll find out soon. Well, Ruth took her advice, and sure enough, Boaz got wasted and fell asleep on a pile of grain. Then Ruth went and laid down at his feet. And Boaz woke up in a panic later, as anyone does when they wake up in a grain pile with a strange woman at their feet. And Ruth was like, it's a me, Ruth. Boaz was just so happy that he said that there was someone else in the family that should probably marry her. But if he didn't want to, he'd be down. Pure romance, this guy. Well, he did help her sneak out of the threshing floor. That's apparently no place for a woman. And he didn't want the locals to be shaming her or whatever. Then he sent her back to Naomi with a bunch of grain. Ruth 4. Boaz brought the other guy around, and they talked a bunch of legal mumbo-jumbo, and then the other guy decided he couldn't buy Naomi's land because he had to marry Ruth, and he didn't want to. So he took off one of his sandals and handed it to Boaz. Boaz, presumably looked at the sandal and said, gross, before announcing that he would in fact marry Ruth. So let that be a lesson to you, ladies. If a guy tells his employees not to rape you, allows you to drink water, and gives you grain, you should sneak into his work when he's wasted and curl up next to his feet after he falls asleep. Do this, and he'll totally marry you if nobody else wants you. Oh, and then her and Boaz totally fucked. And then she gave birth to a son named Obed. Obed had a kid named Jesse. Jesse had a kid named David. So yes, Ruth was King David's great-grandmother. And that is the book of Ruth. Short and sweet. Come back when we start the book of Samuel. In the meantime, get your haircut at Dye Tin Barbershop.